Good morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short. This is Tuesday morning, March 23rd. And yes, thank you. It is my birthday. So thank you for those wishing me a happy birthday. And I appreciate it. We trust this year will be a wonderful year. A lot of people look back on 2020, and it was a difficult year, a trying year for so many people, a year of loss, a year of challenge, a year of reevaluation, and um, we always hope this next year will be better, but there's also so much good to have found it in the last year, and, um, and I'm grateful for how God worked in my life this last year and looking forward to what he has in store this year. I hope you are as well. It's even in the difficult times, our God still reigns. He really does. And he still is at work in our lives. So praise God for that. We're going through a series on the I Am Statements of Jesus. <clears throat> Imagine your, and, and, and uh, yesterday we talked about Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He's the one who, gives, who sustains and feeds the hungry soul. Today, we're looking at John 8, verse 12, where Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk, excuse me. I've just got to turn to it quickly. Excuse me. I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Have you ever been in a really dark place? I'm not talking about spiritually here. I'm talking about physically. Jesus was using a metaphor here of physical light, and he was going to talk about the spiritual light. But have you ever been in a physically really dark place? You know, maybe you're staying in a hotel room or someone else's home. You have to get up in the middle of the night, and it's pitch dark, and you have to walk to the bathroom or something, and you're afraid you're going to trip over something, stub your toe. You don't know your way around. You walk with, with a certain degree of fear, hesitation, insecurity. Or maybe, you, you know, out on a, in, a, in a dark night on a hike and, and uh, in the woods or something, and when you're camping— or with me, the, I think the darkest place I've ever been is in a cave where they turned the lights off, and for just a few seconds there was no light, and you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. Boy, was that scary. Well, Jesus said people live that way. He used this metaphor about darkness, and he talked about he's the light of the world. When he said this, it's interesting. He was, most likely, this was he was in Jerusalem at the Feast of Booths. And these events would go on, the Feast of Booths would go on for days. And it, this was probably the evening, and late in the evening there would be celebrations, and it would be dark out, and there would be light coming from the temple. And the lights in the temple would be bursting forth through the windows, and the temple would be emanating light that would, that would light the area for the people, light coming from the temple. Of course, the symbolism of this is, uh, you know, um, that God is light and the light coming from God. And Jesus stood and he said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Obviously a claim to deity, a claim to, that he provided spiritually what that temple was providing fig, uh, in, in literal light and implying that God is giving us light. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And that's who he is. And he and he made it real clear, if you follow him, you don't walk in darkness. If you follow him, you have the light of life. Brothers and sisters, wow, we have the light of life. Can you remember back to what it was like before you were a Christian? Can you remember back to what it was like when you were, when you were in darkness? The fear, the insecurity, 
the 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 immorality, the sin. Sin is dark. Sin is a dark, dark thing. Sin leaves you guilty and shamed, defiled. Can you remember back to what it was like? Well, for me, you know, I came to Christ when I was 15 years old. That was 49 years ago. So often it's easy to forget just how dark of a place we were in before Christ. But the world is in a dark place. Our world is in a dark place. Our nation is increasingly in a dark place. People of darkness in their souls, of darkness in their morality, darkness in that are in the, the, the walking in darkness, off the path of life, increasingly are having power and exercising that power and feel there's, shall we say, great momentum that they have in, in expressing their power and utilizing their power over people in our culture today. And so why is that? Why is this darkness? Why, you know, we, we wonder about it. We, we wonder why would anyone do this? Don't you ever often wonder why anyone would be a non-Christian? When you stop and see what it's really like living in darkness, you stop. The longer I live, the longer I'm on the path of life, the longer I have the light of life within me, I just, you know, how, why would anyone want to live any, way, any other way? Why would anyone want sin? Why would anyone want to be in the darkness? Why would anyone not want to be on the path of life? Well, Jesus has the answer in John chapter 3. Right after he, right after he uh, said that he, you know, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He tells us that the Son of God, he did not, God did not send a son into the world to judge the world, but that through him the world might be saved. He who believes in him is not judged. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Here's the verse I want in verse 19, John 3:19. This is the judgment. That light has come into the world. And men loved the darkness rather than the light, because for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. It's hard to realize and believe, but the words of Jesus, the words of Jesus are true. And the words of Jesus tell us that people love the darkness. They love it and that they hate the light. That those who love the truth come to the light. Those who love the truth come to the light. And those who don't love the truth but love evil, they hate the light and they love the darkness. Folks, if you wonder what's really the problem in America today, the problem in our cities, the problem in our country, the problem in our schools, the problem in our politics, the problem in, in Hollywood, the problem in, in so many of these areas, the problem in, in, on Wall Street, any of these things. If you're wondering what's the problem, it's real clear. Men love the darkness because their deeds are evil. They don't come to the truth because their deeds are evil. And so Jesus is the answer, is he not? John 1, 4 says, there's the true light that coming into the world enlightens every man. 
And Jesus is the, he's the answer. Him, the light of the world. Him delivering people from the path of darkness, the domain of darkness, the, the way of darkness, the way of sin, the way of greed, the way of lust, the way of pride, the way of hatred, the way of bigotry. All of these things that we're concerned about, that's the true nature of man. That's the true nature of man since the fall way back in the garden. The answer is deliverance, salvation, redemption, new life, new creature, new creation that can be found in Jesus Christ. This is what we are thankful that we have experienced. And this is what we pray to God that others will. Now, as you think about that, Jesus, he said, you know, you're the light, he's the light of the world. Those who follow him won't walk in darkness. He is the light of the world, but he's gone now, is he not? He's seated up in the heavenlies with, at the right hand of his father. And so he says of us in John, in, in Matthew 5, verse 14, he says of us, you are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and sets it under a basket, but sets it up on a lampstand that it might give light to all who are in the room. Brother and sister, that's God's plan for us that we might give light to all who are in the room. Jesus said, or excuse me, Paul said in, in Philippians chapter two, that now we are to be like lights, like stars shining in the dark night. And as the darkness increases, the darkness can never put out the light. You know, you light a candle, you light a, 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 a flashlight, whatever, and it doesn't matter how dark of a place you're in, it, the darkness can't put out the light. You have a lot of darkness and just a little bit of light, and the light will always be seen, always shine. We, brothers and sisters, are to be that light in the darkness. We're to be set up on that lampstand that we might give light to all who are in the room. This is what we are called to do. The light of Christ is in us, and we want to let it shine forth. I think of, you know, there's so many metaphors and so many scriptures related to this. I think of when, when uh, uh, Joshua surrounded Jericho and they had the, the, the lamp, the lights, the candles that were within uh, earthen jars and they each had seven of them. They, they watched, walked around, they surrounded the city with these earthen jars with candles inside. Then they sounded the trumpet, they broke the jars and the light could be seen. The light which had been hidden in the jars could now be seen. And the people of Jericho were, you know, freaked out and they panicked. And, and, uh, and God gave a great victory, a great victory to his people that day. What's the key there? Don't be like a jar that hides the light. Let the light of Christ be shown through you. Um, if, if you need to be broken of your pride, broken of your selfishness, broken of your uh, whatever you need to be broken of to let Christ shine out through you, that's what we want to be. That's 2 Corinthians 4.17 where Paul alludes to this, excuse me, chapter 4, verse 7, where he alludes to this and he says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, this light of Christ, this treasure in earthen vessels so that Christ might shine forth through us. So today, this is our prayer. This is the need. Brothers and sisters, this is the need that Christ be seen in us. I, th I think of how the one, uh, Senator Feinstein said to Amy Coney Barrett, your, your, your faith lives loudly in you. Good for her. Might the fa our faith in Christ live loudly. I recently listened to this uh, uh, series, our Tuesday night 
Bible study group, we went through a series on the Constitution. And uh, at the end, you know, I was talking about what can we as citizens do? And one thing that we were urged to do, uh, wall builders and David Barton, you can read it on, uh, watch it online, it's Constitutional Live. And uh, one thing they said is, is exercise your inalienable rights. The world wants to take them away and silence us. You have the inalienable right, according to our declaration, our constitution, you have the right from God to freedom of your religion, freedom of your speech, to freedom of assembly. Assemble with the people of God. That's your right. Don't let anyone take it away from you. Speak up. Exercise your faith. Exercise your freedom of communication. Speak up on on wherever you can. Be wise. Wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. But let me tell you, speak up. We need people to do that in this day. We Jesus is the light of the world. We live in a dark, dark time. Oh, that we'd not be silent, but the light of Christ would shine through us brilliantly. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's go to prayer, okay? Father in heaven, how we pray and thank you and bless you. Jesus, you're the light of the world. Hallelujah. Lord, I, we just look around. People are have no idea what to be doing in these days. We're facing problems in our country, problems in our families, problems in our communities, problems at work. Lord, people are facing problems. They don't know what to do about them. We want to thank you. We want to thank you that, Jesus, you're the answer. To the lonely person, you're the answer. You're the light of the world. Lord, to the person who's caught up in addictions, drugs, or alcohol, or sexual addictions, or addictions to pornography, Jesus, that's a dark, dark place. You're the light. You're the one who can deliver them from the, the walking in darkness and bring them to the path of, to the light of life. Lord, to those who are lost in relationships or family uh, feuds or even going through divorce or family breakup, you're the light. You're the one who can bring hope. You're the one who can open the door. You're the one who can give them the light of life. Lord, to those who are ill, sick, to those who are suffering financially, Lord, to those who are those who have hatred in within them. And so many people, Lord, it just seems like you wonder, do they wake up in the morning just wondering who they can hate today? And Lord, to those who have the hatred within them, Jesus, you, they're, they're, in, the, they're in darkness and you are the light of life. Jesus, we thank you that you offer hope to every person. There is no darkness so dark that your light cannot shine through it. There is no darkness that is darker than, than your light. We believe that. We bless you. We thank you. We pray, Father, today that the light of Christ would shine. Now it's shining through us in this, these earthen vessels. It is shining through us. Oh, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Let the light of Christ shine through us brightly. Let us not hide the light. Lord, deliver us from timidity and fear. Deliver us from living uh, that quiet life when, when you want us, you want uh, the, the light of Christ to shine brightly through us. Help us, Father, today, this very day, to look for opportunities to boldly say a word, to boldly mention you, to bring you, Lord, to bring you into the conversation wherever we are. Even if it's as simple as just saying God bless you, or 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 it hasn't God given us a beautiful day today, or something so simple, Lord, help us to just bring you into the remembrance of people. We pray for opportunities, Lord, to go beyond that, to really have substantial conversation 
about Jesus Christ, the light of the world, a substantial conversation sharing the gospel. We pray for this, Father. We ask today, we ask today, oh God, we, we are, we're so grieved when we see the darkness. We're so grieved when we see people in the darkness. We're so grateful, Jesus, that you've given us the light of life. We're so grateful for what you've done in us. Give us compassion for the lost. Help us realize, Lord, that so many people around us are in that place of confusion, fear, anxiety. Lord, I, it's, it's easy to be critical of them. I think of people who are so scared of the pandemic and, uh, and, and, the, and just living in terror of it. It's easy to be critical of them, Lord, but help us to realize, Lord, they have the fear of death. So many have the fear of death. So many have the fear of the future. We want to thank you that you give us that confidence. Jesus, when we have the light of life, you give us a great confidence. You give us a hope. You give us a, a sureness that, that nothing comes upon us that you don't allow. Nothing comes into our path. No one comes into our, not even a disease would come into our life that somehow you won't use it for your ultimate glory. And so we rest in you. We have peace in you today. We trust in you. But Lord, we have compassion on so many who don't have that. Oh, give us that compassion. Help us not be impatient with them. Help us, Lord, not to be judgmental or critical of them. Help us instead to offer them, Jesus, the light of life, the light of the world. We thank you, Jesus, you enlighten every man. I pray that people would not snuff you out or hide you or run from you or hate the light. Help them to repent of their evil deeds. Oh, Father, today I pray in our country, we cry out to you, Lord, there's a way that seems right to a man, but at the end is the way of death. And we ask, oh God, be revealing to people the folly of sin, how it leads to death, that the, the, all these things that, that the devil and the world tells them are wonderful, are so, it really, they're, they're disgusting, they're deadly, they're defiling, they're, they, 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 they kill. Jesus, we thank you, you came to give us life. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We thank you. You overcome him. You came to destroy his works. We ask you to do that today through us. We thank you've done it in us. Now do it through us. Lord, we bless you. We bless you and we pray today. Fill us with your spirit. The joy of the Lord shine through us, we ask. And we give you this day for your glory. Everywhere we go, every step we take, might we be taking ground for our God and advancing your kingdom. We pray these things and give you blessing and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, folks. Well, Jesus, the light of the world, and he shines through you. Let him shine today, amen. Thanks again for joining me today. If you're new, welcome. We're so glad you're with us. I pray you'll, you'll subscribe, hit the notify button. Remember, if you miss, can't hit the YouTubes, they're all they're all they're always online. We don't take them down, and the um, and also you can listen on podcasts. Go to Apple, Spotify, Google, and you can find the podcast if you'd rather listen. Uh, just listen, and um, you can download and listen on your device at your convenience. Help spread the word. Let's pray that more and more people are joining us because we need the word of God. We need it shining brightly in us. We need to become transformed people. And we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, and our minds are renewed by the Word of God. And so we want to be filled up with God's Word today. I pray you'll be filled with the Word of God. I pray you'll shine brightly. 
Thanks for all the birthday wishes coming to me. I, uh, I like I said, I trust this next year will be a great year, and I and I give those blessings right back to you as well. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, his shalom this very day. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. right here.